Hello and welcome to Inside the Booth. I'm your host, Wes Booth. As always, I am joined by the Sultan of Statistics, Mr. Lester Valenzuela. Hello, everybody. How's it going, man? Good, man. Good. I'm excited to get back into the analysis here. Oh, yeah, me too. I mean, uh, week seven was pretty profitable for me. Uh, we just were hitting it. We're on the nail. We we're, yeah. were just getting everything right, it seemed like. It's just trusting your instincts, trusting your gut. Yeah, you know? I, sh- I should have trusted my gut and... Uh, DraftKings, but you know, it yeah, is what it is it is what it is. Um, in order to move forward though, and to get that money, we have to look back and we have to reflect. Um, what happened in week seven that really stood out for you? What's a week seven reflection for you that you know really just stood out in your eyes that you either could have made more money off of, or you're you're thinking forward that that will make you more money going forward? What's something that you liked? You know what. I gotta have a rule with myself. Don't bet on your team at all, <laughs> at all. Um, I thought Dallas was gonna come in there, you know, prey on a pretty bad Washington team, yeah, they are. Um, and just destroy them. I, I know that Dallas has a really bad defense, and yeah. but Dallas has a really good offense, and it was honestly non-existent at this point. Yeah, for 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 real. I thought there was going to be a shootout on yeah. both sides. I mean, it didn't really help that Andy Dalton got murdered. Uh, he really did. <laughs> you know, and Big Ben DiNucci came to try to save the <laughs> save the day. Yeah, uh, I, didn't I, happen. <laughs> you know, I, did not happen for DiNucci. Uh, for me, I really liked the fact that now it's kind of narrowed down week eight to Aaron Rodgers. Russell Wilson for MVP. Yeah, I, I believe it's between those two. And don't get me wrong, Kyler Murray is making a very strong case. And if they continue on that pace on where they're going, he's really going to sneak his way into that conversation. But right now, I'm really looking at A-Rod. I'm really looking at Russell Wilson. Those two are putting on shows each and every week. Here's an interesting one. How Where would you put Tom Brady? Because Tom Brady had a really good game last week. He, I, I read a statistic where... This is the first year where he has thrown, I think it's three touchdowns in five games. Wow. Um, He's looking good. Since 2010 or something like that? He's looking really good, and and I really think it's uh, just a product of of all those years with with Belichick and knowing how to control games, to control the rhythm, you know, to be that field general out there. Seeing him just... He's throwing like a 28-year-old out there right now, though. This is what gets me going. Like, I don't know how somebody that's 41? 43. 43 years old, yeah. you know, looking out there, throwing bombs left, right, and center. Gronk's looking like a like he's got his found his legs again. Like, well, he, he just, it's funny because he finds his, his receiver, right? He finds his Julian Edelman. He finds his Wes Welker. He finds his Scotty Miller. This is, what, you know what is what his mean? love with white receivers? <laughs> I wasn't going to go there, but I, I agree. I think the funniest thing to me is the fact that it's always the five, under six foot yeah. wide receivers, you know, like these speedy guys. When he has big Mike Evans out there. Um, not to mention, there's a there's a, a, a well-known player that's about to make oh, his presence absolutely. known that Bruce Arians said is looking fantastic in training camp by the name of Antonio Brown. Um, that's yet to be known if he's going to do well, but I mean for four plays that he did in uh, against Miami with the Pats last year with Tom Brady's torture, he looked phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, what do you think for those two quickly? Do you think that it is between Russell and Aaron Rodgers? Um, 
yeah, I think I think Russell Wilson has far and beyond succeeded expectations. I think mm-hmm. it's Russell Wilson's MVP race to lose at this point yeah. because he's carrying the team. It, yeah. Like you, you look at Aaron Rodgers, yes, it's Aaron Rodgers' team, but he's not doing it by himself. Week in and week out, it feels like Russell Wilson is doing it on his own and he's performing. Yeah, he's doing well. Uh, one thing I want to get going on before we start getting into some other stuff and some current events. What do you think about this theory? Is Matt Patricia the new Jeff Fisher? Now, I feel like he's getting this Jeff Fisher treatment because he's just keeping his team basically floating there. Just at 500 each and every year. I haven't heard because that. if they would have lost last last week to the Falcons, that would have been another painful, painful loss on Matt Patricia's resume. Yeah. Now, he has not done well. I don't have his numbers here right off the uh, offhand. Mm-hmm. But I just I don't think that he's the right guy for the job because they have the team there. I think that the team is really well, but the fact that they go up against New Orleans and they they hit that point fourteen uh, nothing. Yeah. They should have. They should have started coasting. They lose that game. You know what I mean? Yeah, they coasted against Jacksonville, but they lose against Chicago with the early in the early bits. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's just I don't know if if he's ever going to get over that hump. It's been two years now. Yeah, and you're not seeing it. He wants to run the offense in a particular way Mm -hmm. but you got matt stafford let him let him cook you know like i like you've got a gunslinger in it in its own right you got galladay you got uh marvin 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 jones you got got a good running back system you got darius slay you got all these guys that are really good on defense i i think that that team has some solid names just think they need a better coach but i I was laughing myself when i seen that because i was thinking if they lose to Atlanta, we're going to come into this podcast saying Matt Patricia's on the hot seat. He's the next one to go. I think he still is on the hot seat. Yeah, he, he probably is, but I, I just I don't see it now because now they're floating like that. You know what I mean? But what do they have to do to win the division? They they still got the Packers and the Bears to beat out. They could beat the Bears for well, sure. They, they might not get it, but I feel like is it? I think when it when a coach is mediocre and five hundred, you don't really look to get rid of him. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. more when teams are really losing. Not when you have Matt Stafford. It's it's the it's the same old adage of uh what's his name? Pat Mike McCarthy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. With Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you go nine and seven with Aaron Rodgers, is that good enough? No. Yeah, fair enough. No. Uh, I I think he's a defensive defensive minded coach that's not playing that and the team's not playing all that well on defense yeah. right now. Fair enough. Um, some current events before we get into week eight and making some moolah. Um, yeah. Carlos Dunlap traded after his illustrious career with the Bengals <laughs> to, well, you know, to the Seahawks. The rich keep getting richer in this NFL. Yeah. I you know. Or is it, it's slowly turning into the NBA. These teams are getting all these superstars. They're making super teams. It's seeming like, I know he's not a superstar to per se, but. He's yeah. a well, he's a, he's a known commodity yeah. that's, that's. I think he's been a sack leader at some point in his career. Yeah. Um, I honestly, I think it's a great signing because, uh, like, Seattle hasn't rushed the quarterback at all. Losing no. Jadavion Clowney yeah. was huge. Their defense has really been something, you know, something to really, you, you can bomb on them all day. All day. day. Right, and like I think um, uh, opposing quarterbacks have the highest uh, fantasy points against them. Yeah. So, yeah, they needed somebody. 
Carlos Dunlap fits a fits a need there. I think it's a great signing. I yeah. think it's it, it's up there with uh, Ngakwe. Oh yeah, and and Baltimore. Yeah, it's it's a it's a sneaky pick. I love that signing. Yeah, and, it, and he showed up today, and they just loved him. Yeah. And so I can't wait. I can't wait to see that. Um. So when when you look at uh, the Seahawks, do you think that they are the Super Bowl contender in the NFC right now? Um. In the NFC, yeah, I would say that it's. Between the Seahawks and, uh, yeah, not even the 49ers, the Rams, no, like, there's not really anybody else that's really wowing me. Maybe the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. I would say the that would be the the uh, the the conference finals there, the NFC conference finals there. I can see that. Um, and it's, to me right now, it's looking like it's, uh, you know what, I'll, we'll put Tampa Bay in there as well. Tampa Bay is surprisingly doing well against this the, the these you know these teams that I didn't think they would do well against. The like Green Bay, I thought they were going to come get blown out yeah. by. I didn't think that they would be able to really put up a fight, but the fact that they, you know, they didn't necessarily even let Green Bay show up in that game, that was just wild to me. I I thought that was just crazy. Yeah, I, their defense is underrated. Um it is a fantastic to me Tampa Bay Buccaneers did everything right this mm-hmm. offseason. Um, they got the quarterback that they wanted. They they said, Winston's not not our guy. They didn't... They, Bruce Arians is like, we got a chance to win right now. Yeah. Let's go get Brady. Mm-hmm. They went... They made Brady happy. Let's go get Gronk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what, like... Because what we, we sat here last week and talked about it. It's like the Chargers... Basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if you if the Chargers had Tom Brady, we'd be sitting here and saying the Chargers are Super Bowl contender. Which is strange because even with Justin Herbert, they've been doing really well because he's a, he's fit in there perfectly. Absolutely, but I don't think he's ready for it. Do you think that Tom Brady would have won those games though? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Fair enough. Um, the Thursday night game. Let's get this, some yeah. money rolling. Let's get this money train moving. The gravy train. The gravy on red tracks. Let's do it. It starts off with the Thursday night game. The one in five Atlanta Falcons. Uh, this is probably the best one in five team. <laughs> <laughs> I I gotta agree with you there. I can't believe that this team is actually one in five. It's it's kind of annoying at points to see that. Um, they're going to Carolina. Yeah. Um, do you do you have anything that stands out to you? Like right away, I just want to jump off of this game and say like I I don't want to play it at all. But yeah, it's a it's a tough one to play. I if I if I had to choose, I would go on the Atlanta side. Mm-hmm. Um, defense has been playing a little better. Um, Julio Jones is back. Calvin Ridley, I think, is going to play. Yeah. Um, Gurley, like I said last week, he's found his legs again. Oh yeah. Um, this. Offense is rolling. I think it's a little too too late for them to make a push. But I don't see Carolina beating them out, really. Like, I think this is basically a pick here. So, at a two-point spread, Atlanta, that's, that's where I would go. But I, I'd probably stay away. Yeah, I mean, I Atlanta's going to screw me over every week if I keep continuing to play them. But I'm going to play them again. Um, <laughs> I'm going back to that well. I think that Detroit, like I said the, said it earlier, they're just a bad coach team. I think that 
they don't get enough credit for how well they actually can play in certain situations. Absolutely. I think Atlanta just ran into that, you know, and I think Atlanta actually has the toughest schedule in the NFL. Other than this game against Carolina, they have another game against Denver. I don't believe that they're going to win after that. They play Kansas City. They play uh, Tampa Bay again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's just so many teams that are – they play them twice, right? Yeah. Well, the division is just – like, oh, they got the Saints. It's packed. And they have to play – they still have to play the Chiefs. That's what I'm saying. So, they have such yeah. a tough schedule on the way. They could go 1-15. Absolutely. And you know what? It's tough to, to, to say they're a bad team because I, don't, I, don't, I really don't think they are. No. Um. Yeah, that's where I would go. Atlanta, Carolina. It's to me that's an easy one. Um, what about Indianapolis uh, and Detroit? The spread is at two point five, um, and um, I'm I'm actually ah oh, that's a, this is another tough one to call. You know, when I look at this game, I see right away. I tweeted this out on the the following Monday or the Tuesday. Uh, these were this. There's two games that I really wanted to focus on because of their spread. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it when it opened up with the Colts game, it was the same thing as the Pittsburgh game. Open up. We'll talk about. Yeah, that we'll talk, yeah. I Can't wait to get into that. Oh, that's gonna be good. But with the Colts, I don't understand how they're coming in and being a two and a half point favorite on the road with Mr. Turnover. Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers, yeah. Uh, Detroit's coming off of a huge win, like a gigantic win, and I don't understand how. Vegas or anybody can just automatically assume that Indianapolis is going to come off of a bye and win against Detroit. That defense is unreal. The defense is unreal, but I still... You got to see if Darius Leonard is going to play. That's a huge hole. They've been playing well without Darius Leonard, though. Yeah. And um, I don't know. Uh, it's a t- This one's a tough one because you also got Matt Stafford, who who is a gunslinger, yes, and but he's kind of been muted like he like they're not letting him huck huck the ball around and who know you know who knows about that running back situation oh, swift man. swift is is great he's he's been playing unreal but like could it be adrian peterson could it be swift or like i i just don't have a lot of faith in detroit but i also don't have a lot of faith in indianapolis i would stay away but i'm with you yeah if i'm picking the spread yeah, I'm going Detroit. I'm going with Detroit. That being said, this game with the total, I'm going under at 50 Ooh, points. Going under with the 50. Ah, you know, the defenses are, are, are stout. You know, I like that. So I, I can see that. The general consensus across the board right now, the money is coming in over 63% on the over. So it's kind of shocking that that would be over. I mean, that's the general consensus? Yeah. Oh man, always, always go with the sharp money. I love that. Then I like my pick even more. You know, like I, I can't see that. And and they're split fifty one percent Detroit, forty nine percent on the spread for Indianapolis. Uh, a stat that I said last week: dogs of two and a half or less are sixteen and three against the spread. Sixteen and three. Let that marinate. So All right. dogs of what? two and a half or less Detro- are sixteen and three. Um, Detroit Lions. This is why I was so heavy on Arizona last week. They weren't two and a half, but they were very Dude, close. Yeah, they, they were three. three. And that was why I was on San Francisco at two and a half. That's why I was on Pittsburgh at two and a half. You know, like teams that are under that because 
I don't know what it is. I have actually literally have no explanation for it. Yeah. But the fact that it's that high of a ratio, that high of a percentage, it's got me thinking. Those are the games I always look at right now. And th- that's one that you got to look at. Like Indianapolis, we, we just said it. Like how are they coming in off of a bot? <clears throat> off a bye yeah. against a team that just had a huge motivational win being the point being the favorite in this I, I i i don't see it um you know what i you talked me into it oh, i'm gonna make a couple of lines with detroit yeah, i am too i mean i won't go as heavy like i did last week with atlanta yeah i, <laughs> I don't want to get burnt <laughs> but i will be going with that the next thing we got is the la rams coming off of a short week flying into miami to play the dolphins they're only a three and a half favorite. The total is at forty six. Tua Tungabailoa yes. is the starting quarterback. There's no Fitz Magic anymore. There's no Fitz Magic. You know, it's interesting because I was thinking about this. Who was drafted as a quarterback this year? It was Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. Justin Herbert. Yep. It was also Drew Locke, I think, right? No, no Drew Locke was second. last year. Yeah. 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 Um Though the two quarterbacks have been playing, the, the rookie quarterbacks have been playing unreal. Yeah, they really have. As of late, do you think Tua Tungavailoa has a chip on his shoulder and is saying, "Hey, I gotta show up because these two rookies have been playing out of their minds." I I think he has to. Um, this game to me is going to be, I believe, closer. Then the three and a half. I think this game is going to be like a one-point game. Oh, really? The yeah. Dolphins' defense has been unreal. Uh, they got a lot of playmakers on that game, or on that team. I I don't think they're as bad as once as they once as were. they once were. Yeah, I don't know if they would have made if they should have made the switch to Fitzmagic. They yeah. got a shot to win the division. Yeah, and I think that's what they're looking at now. They got you got to think like, are they going to be another bottom feeder team, or do they have their future? And they do have their future. But I was looking at, or I was reading some articles, and I was watching some other people talk about this subject, and they were saying that this was already the plan, that coming out of the bye, they were going to have to a play, and they were going to have to a start. My my is, biggest issue is why they announced it so early on, because your team would have already known this, your coaching staff already knows this, Tua already knows this. I don't think this magic actually knew it. Yeah. But you know why are you giving the Rams this bulletin board material? Now you're giving Aaron Donald. Enough time to feast, you know. Yeah, like they to, know. to look at the game yeah. tape. I mean, obviously, with an early, a short week, the Rams don't have much time to study. There's not much tape to study on Tua. Yeah, but I don't know the the Rams team. People are prisoners of the moment, and that's how I'm looking at. We talked about it before the show. Vegas lost a lot of money last week. Yeah, ton of money. He's going on records um, saying that some bookmakers lost more than they have ever before in their lives. I think this is the week they win it back games like that you know what i'm saying like the rams prisoners of the moment they won last week against the bears on monday night but the bears are the biggest sus- suspect of being the crappiest five and one team i've ever seen now they're at five and two but i i can't believe they were undefeated at one point in the season yeah amongst you know the, the greatest in the leagues hey shoot they fooled me they fool a lot of people and i i think you know that's their defense just playing yeah. good in certain games the Rams just showed their weaknesses, and I think people are going to buy into that right away and jump on the Rams. I believe they're sixty, yeah, sixty percent on the Rams to to cover that. Three to cover and a half. three and a half. See, oh, that's a tough one for me. Three and a half is a pretty big number for a Miami Stout defense. 
I honestly I wouldn't touch this game. I like I I have a so hard... on Pat McAfee's show he's got a Canadian guy. He's called Gumps, and they always have these nukes. I ain't gonna copyright that at all. But I have some uh, some bombs and shit that I really want to drop on yeah. you here. The L.A. Rams are one and ten straight up in their last eleven versus Miami. Um, one in ten. One in ten in their uh, last eleven. You know I don't like these. <laughs> they just got you. Got to know them. You got to know them, man. They got to know them. Uh, they're four-one Miami against the spread in their last five games, and the total's gone under in four of the last six. So the, the smart money would be if you aren't sure on this game, just bet the under. You know what At I'm saying? At forty-six, that's still a pretty low under, though. It's a low number to me, so that's why I think that's kind of crazy. I would honestly stay away from this game because too many variables. There's too many variables. Mm-hmm. Like, why, why you're just looking to waste your money there? It's not even a big number, honestly. It's not mm-hmm. even it's not a big enough number to say it's like, oh, I'm go, I'm gonna go heavy on that. Like, what's the point? Yeah, yeah. I just think that uh, defenses are gonna shine in this game, so I think Aaron Donald's gonna get a lot of sacks, and I would I would go with the under. Yeah. Um, but uh, this won't be a heavy game. You know, if I play 20 tickets on Bet365, it maybe takes two of them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the next game we got is another L.A. team traveling to the Rocky Mountains in Denver to face Mr. Drew Locke. Uh, I don't know if Philip Lindsay is going to be back. He was under concussion protocol. Uh, he is questionable. Mm-hmm. This game is on Sunday, so he might have a chance to play. The public is split on this game, 50-50 both ways, uh, Chargers in Denver. And then they're 50%. Both ways on the over-under at 44.5. I'm sorry, but Drew Locke is not playing well at all. I got to agree with you there. And I know you you had a huge man crush on him. I did, coming um, into the season. I think that was more or less because of his targets around him. Yeah, I, and I and will... And when he lost Sutton, I just... Yeah, it, it was... I don't... He has not played well at all. And Justin Herbert looks like the real deal. Yeah, he is. Like, I'm picking LA Chargers... Don't I don't even have to question at three? Oh, give me that number. The charger is one hundred percent. Yeah, uh, I'm with you on this one. Would you take that over forty four and a half? Like I said, the public's oh, yeah. pretty split on that. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I, I I'm gonna smash that over. Absolutely. I, I love the Chargers in this game. Um, I think the money line is nice because it's not in the two hundreds. It's only a one seventy five. Yeah. So I do like that as well. I, I just don't have faith in Denver. The only thing that trips me out is that it is, it is in Denver. It in Denver. Yeah. But the good thing is it is an afternoon game. Yeah. So it's not like they have that you know that time change to really deal with. Or, well, they don't really anyways. But the, the, I don't know. Just the, the whole aspect of flying and having to play on the road in the morning is totally different. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. So, so, yeah, I'm with the Chargers on this one for sure. Uh, another game we got going on, an L.A. team. Well, not really. Las Vegas. Las Vegas going into Cleveland. This was one of the games that I had circled right when I seen these lines drop. Yeah. They had it at 3 for Vegas to, or sorry, for Cleveland, favored by three at home without OBJ. He's gone for the season. They lose their number one receiver. I think, once again, the prisoners of the moment comes into factor here. Uh, I don't think Cleveland's a real deal. Their defense is fairly decent. Interesting. But I don't think they're good enough. Vegas has a great coach. Uh, Vegas is riled up. They had a chance to really take control of this division when they when they won a few weeks ago. Yeah, I would agree. You know what I mean? They... They handed uh, a loss to a team that wasn't ever supposed to lose. You know, they were just, they were on point. And I just don't think that Cleveland is going to be the team that 
continues this downward spiral. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to be a nail in the coffin for the Vegas Raiders right now. They have too much going for them in this team. So, I'm sorry, but I disagree with you. You like Cleveland. I love Cle- Cleveland this week. You know why? Hmm. They don't have OBJ. <laughs> Interesting statistic that I read. The Cleveland Browns without OBJ... Like, well, think about it, okay? When Baker Mayfield's first year, didn't have OBJ. Yeah. Wins Rookie of the Year. OBJ comes in, you know, stinks it up for a couple, for the first year. Yeah, yeah. This year, he had, I think it was two games. He doesn't play against, I think it was the Colts. He They beat the Colts 23 to 32. Now, th- now let's look at, now let's look at the scores for a second. Because I, to me, like, I'm a big fan of the over-unders. Mm-hmm. Cleveland, 35 points. Browns, 34, uh, 35 points against the Bengals. 34 points against Washington. 49 against the Cowboys. 32 against the Cleveland Brown, or the Colts. Uh, 7 against the Steelers, a really good defense. And 37 against the Bengals. Mm-hmm. I can see it. All the, the points. The Bengals, I, like, nah, like, I don't think this defense is good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I, I don't disagree with you John Gruden is a good coach I, I wasn't sold when he first went in there I think Mike Mayhawk and, and uh, John Gruden are a fantastic duo yeah uh, David Carr is serviceable David Derek Carr is serviceable <laughs> <laughs> I'm old <laughs> um, he's serviceable um, I think this is going to be a high scoring game I don't think that like I would pick either Cleveland or Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, if we, if you made me choose, I would pick the Browns. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to smash the over on this one. Mm. I, I'm going to smash the over on this one, too. I'm heavy on the Raiders. It's another two-and-a-half dog. We know we talked about that yeah, two-and-a-half dog, 16-3. Sometimes. I just don't like uh, Baker Mayfield versus the NFL versus, and Baker Mayfield versus the Bengals. It's a totally different story. Uh this game, the lucky thing for for Cleveland betters will be that Raiders don't travel well. They They're notorious, notorious for losing games on the road in the morning when they have to travel across the country. All right, well, I'm, I'm and, putting that in my notes. Please. And they're traveling across the country and playing in a morning game. So, you know, maybe you are right on that one. I just got to trust my instincts on this Vegas game. I don't, I, I don't think... Vegas's offense is going to lose again when they are. Well, they beat the they beat the Chiefs, man. Yeah, they, they, and, they, the, and the Saints. They, 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 shoot, they punk thirty two against one the better defense with the Colts. Yeah, this is the Colts, right? Like, I, I mean, like, sure, they didn't beat the Steelers, but uh, like, I I got a faith in this team. Mm-hmm. I got I got I got a little faith in Baker Mayfield. You always have a weird faith in them, eh? It's so it's so strange that coming from a Cowboys fan to have faith in the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Uh, anyways, Minnesota Green Bay. This game is notorious <laughs> for uh, shootouts. Uh, yeah. Earlier in the year, we had a game with between these two teams that reached almost eighty points total. Uh, they are favored to win by seven in Green Bay, and the total is at fifty-one and a half. Obviously, people are going to hit the over on this one. But, I mean, if you look at the previous games between these teams, it's not really an over type. I mean, they've had some that are shootouts. Absolutely. But I think they're more notorious for fantasy 
games that are just bonkers. The last games before this last year, 23 to 10 um, in favor of Green Bay, 21-16, 24-17. So, I mean, it's not like these games are hitting 50 points yeah. every time. Uh, this this year, though, maybe because of how Green Bay's rolling, Minnesota's defense is, is very, very bad. But I don't think that Minnesota is really going to be able to keep up this time. I, I think agree. that I think their offense is sold out. I, I think agree. that they're all checked out this year. Uh, that's why they they traded Yannick. I, I just don't believe that Minnesota is going to be able to keep pace with the Green Bay Packers. I agree one hundred percent. Shoot, I'm pretty confident that um, you can smash this minus seven, and I'd feel comfortable with that. Yeah, I am already too. I was looking at this game too. Another thing I tweeted out with the Vegas wanting to win their money back was just the general consensus was very high on a few sides, and and deservingly so. Uh, for one, was the Pittsburgh Baltimore. We will get to that one. Was yeah. seventy to thirty. Uh, Green Bay has now dropped, but it was at seventy four percent to Green Bay. It's now dropped to sixty six percent. So obviously, Ooh, the sharp money went into Minnesota. Yeah, money's starting to drop down. Uh, Tennessee over Cleveland, or sorry, Cincinnati was 70% to 30. They were at 74% earlier in the week as well. So there's a lot of games where the public is really leaning heavily towards one side. So it's something to keep your eyes on. You know, it's something to really dig deep into and to look at some trends and to see if there's going to be something that's trapping you, that's really trapping you into these games. Uh, I don't think I really need to touch more into this Minnesota Green Bay. I'm smashing the over. I'm touching that Green Bay minus seven, and I'm smashing that money line. I would be careful on the over. Ooh, you don't like that over, eh? I'd be careful on the over because... Because of what I said with the previous fives and stuff like that. Yeah, I'd be careful with the over. I could see them just destroying them at at, uh, plus seven points or minus seven points. But I'd be careful on that over. I could see this game being 21 to 14. Mm, Yeah, I don't... Yeah, maybe. Like, I could see this game being 10 to... I'm just hoping for the garbage time points. That's why I'm I'm thinking that Green Bay builds a early lead come and then Minnesota can come back. Yeah, I could see that too. Um Patriots and the Bills. Did we see the demise of the Almighty Patriots last week? Is this yeah. the is this the Patriots that I I you know, I called at the beginning of the year. I said this is not they're not going to be an eight, they're an 8 and 8 team. I don't care if they get anybody in there. They're not they're not a good team. They already were a crappy team last year. They lost their their Tom Brady. They lost 90% of their defensive roster. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's hard to compete. All, all they have is Stephen Gilmore out there, it seems and, like. And he's getting trade rumors. I believe he just sold his house. So Ooh. I'm wondering who he goes to. Ooh. I would assume probably Casey because that's where everybody yeah, seems to go yeah. there. Could you fight. imagine Marcus Peters and I don't want to imagine that because I want Baltimore to go a little bit further than last year. <laughs> uh, this game is a three-and-a-half Buffalo favorite and a 42-and-a-half total. <laughs> Um, obviously, people are thinking that uh, Cam's not that guy. Uh, that's Foggy hard. brain COVID? What, what's going on with Cam? Um, I don't know. I mean, like, this is the... I mean, like, it was against Seattle, but, like, yo, he young, up almost 40 against Seattle. Yeah. Right? Like, I, like this is... It's tough. Um, Buffalo's got a pretty good defense. I don't know. Cam Newton, it's like that boomer, it's that boomer bus wide receiver that you pick in DK, you know? Mm. Like, it's like, could you get 25 points from him? I'm sure. It's, yeah, yeah. it's Sammy Watkins. For yeah, you. yeah, yeah. You know, could, yeah, or you could get a passer rating of like 
25 or whatever it was Absolutely. last week. Right? Like, that, that's Cam Newton for you. Um, you. You could be MVP season Cam Newton, or he could be, I think it was like 0 for 10 at one point. Like, Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I love the over in this game. I think uh, the total is really low. I think the total is really low, too. I think you have a comeback, you know, kind of... I mean, both Allen and Cam had bad games. I, I could see them wanting to sling the ball a little bit, kind mm-hmm. of get their get into some sort of rhythm. I could be, see this being a high-scoring game. Smash yeah. the over. I like that. Yeah, I'm smashing the over in this Smash game. Smash the over. Absolutely. Um, I, I still... I, I'm going to keep going with this. I believe Buffalo is a better team. Uh, do I think this game might be closer than three and a half? Nah, not really. I really don't think so. Yeah. I think that this game is... I think Buffalo wins by five or more. I would even tease this game probably a five. Really? Yeah. Dude, I, you can win some money if... If you tease yeah, I don't really trust. I just I don't trust in the New England Patriots this year. Um, they're just they're not a good team. They're not all around good. They have no weapons that scare me. They don't seem to use their run game. Buffalo just you know they've been down and out the last few weeks. This is their redemption game. This is their game where they put that proverbial nail in Belichick's coffin yeah. and say, you know what, old man, it's time you just hang him up, bro. I'm sorry. It's time you just hang him up. We could put your name on that Lombardi trophy. That you know, it's just, it's it's the end of the demise. He's just gonna ruin his legacy if he continues past this because it's just not the quarterback. You know what I mean? Maybe he's, maybe he's planning a, a Trevor Lawrence sneak in here, and you know he thinks that's gonna be the way to do it. But I, I love Buffalo in this. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I would pick Buff if you had to make me choose. I'd pick Buffalo. I'm probably I'm actually gonna stay away from this game mm-hmm. uh, on the spread uh, because you know it's just too many variables. Yeah. I like I just you, you I think could maybe see- until we see consecutive losses by Belichick, that's when you'll start to bet against him. Maybe no, it's not even Belichick. It's Cam Newton. I think he could win a game on his own. Interesting, interesting. Uh, next thing we got seems to be a blowout. This one started at probably the highest... 21, I think Yeah, the highest odds I've ever seen in a game. Uh, I don't know if it is, but in recent years, it's got to be the highest one I've seen. 21 and a half for the Jets over the... Or sorry, for the Chiefs over the Jets. It's moved down to 19 and a half with the over-under of 49. I, I right away looked at this game and thought, this has got to be a trap. But then you think, no way, Casey's no, gonna destroy. It. Yeah, they're gonna dominate well, from start I, to finish. I was like, I wonder how far I could tease this. Game. Yeah, <laughs> to maybe like thirty and a. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I honestly, personally, I'm staying away from this. Yeah, game. I, this I, isn't I, even a game I'm taking on any ticket. The only time I'm gonna take this game is if I need a filler game, and I take that minus twenty four hundred. <laughs> no, regardless. Uh, I laughed with my buddy when I showed him that. He said, "You got to put a hundred bucks on the Jets to win that game money line." Nah, not a chance. Uh, I don't. I don't want to touch this Could game. Could you imagine, like, yeah, Patrick Mahomes gets hurt first yeah, play of the crazy. game and like hundred bucks? You that's or even Sam Darnold has a game of his life, but I can't see. Yeah, it. I, I honestly see. Oh, can't, I see, can't it. see that. <laughs> um, if I do touch this game, maybe I throw it in a fourteen game parlay and I take that over because you know maybe KC just has forty nine points on their own. Yeah. Let alone, you know, I would, I would take combined. The, I'd take the money line just to get hit you that bonus or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I don't even think it'll get you anything, so it's not even really worth that at the end of the day. Uh, these next two games are the games I've been dying to get to. We'll start off with the Pittsburgh-Baltimore game. Oh, started, 
game America's game of the week. Ooh, baby. I don't know why they didn't flex into the Sunday nighter. It pissed me off. Or the Monday nighter even. Like, yeah. what the hell? I wanted to watch this game. So this, anyways. This is going to be good. This is going to be a wicked game. It's in the morning. It, Pittsburgh travels to Baltimore. It started at five and a half point spread. Something to look at because these games are always within three points. These are always very tight divisional games. They're more high scoring, so the 46 and a half, that one kind of tripped me out. Yeah. I, I was willing to take that. Um, this is my thing. I'm going to lay out a case on why I'm taking Baltimore. Why I'm taking, I would have took the five and a half points, Stephen. I'll, I'll let it go to four. I'll take the four. And while I'll take the, the money line on a lot of sp- on tickets. Pittsburgh hasn't played any real contenders of teams to show their dominance. Now, don't get me wrong. I believe they are top defense. I, I came into this season thinking they're a top three defense. I just think that they played the Giants. They played the Broncos. They played the Browns. And they played the Texans to blow teams out. But they almost lost to the Texans. They almost lost to the Titans. You know, the Titans came back and almost beat them. So these teams aren't really... These aren't the teams that they're going to be facing in the playoffs come January. Maybe the Titans. Maybe the Titans, Maybe the Titans. But it just showed that they have cracks in their armor and that the Titans can actually beat them in a a game. Then they they go back and they, they can game plan for this Pittsburgh team that they weren't able to really get enough tape on. Now they travel against a team... That not only was 14-2 and two last year, that has beat this team with Lamar Jackson every time he's played them. He hasn't played overly well the, fuck, the, the first time he played them. But they had 10 days off or 12 days off. Like They've had all this time to prepare for this Pittsburgh team. They are ready to go. They are still, they now are, are the underdog. Like not in, not in Vegas, but in everybody's eyes, Baltimore is the underdog. And that's when they thrive. Is when that team is the underdog. Yeah, I don't, I don't see. I, I love that people are so heavy on Pittsburgh because then it just gives Lamar Jackson that chip that he has is just going to grow bigger and bigger and bigger. I, I, I could, you know what? I could see it going either way. Um, I grabbed this game because shoot, I, I got it at three and a half yeah, for Pittsburgh. Right away, right and it, was, away. it was great value. Yep. Um, and if there's value there, why not? Yeah. Um. At four, even better, honestly. <laughs> the the trap to me, like this is the, this is a perfect trap game. This is a perfect because of Pittsburgh's. T- and I'm not saying Baltimore's played anybody better, but they, it's not like they they really like ba- Pittsburgh hasn't played this team. Like, and, and another thing is last year, New England had the same kind of easy schedule, undefeated, coming into Baltimore to play them on a, a nice game, like a, a Sunday night football game. I was at that game, luckily yeah. enough. And Baltimore mopped the floor with them. They yeah. mopped the floor with that boogeyman defense that everybody said was the best of all time. They weren't allowing anybody to score. And and what did Lamar do? He danced all over them. This is the same thing I think is going to happen. This, this isn't the same Lamar, though. They, like, it, it's not the same. Like, uh, he's I, not, would, he, I would tend to argue that. No, but. I, he's, he's, not, he's not playing... The 2019 Lamar. I don't think we want him, want him to play the 2019 Lamar. Like, he first of all, like that. Another story for another day. But he's taking way too many hits. Like who Lamar? Yeah, he's he, he's dancing around. He's taking way too many hits, in my opinion. But yeah, fair. But um, whatever. But I I just don't I just don't think that this is the like <clears throat> who'd they lose to? They lost to KC. That's it. Baltimore. I thought they lost. They had another loss. No, they just lost to Casey. Damn. But um, we blew out Cleveland the same way, thirty-eight to six. Yeah. We blew out Houston more, thirty-three to sixteen. You know, we did let Philly come back last week. And that's we what, and that's another one that scares me as well, mm-hmm. right? 
Um, you got Philly, who's got an okay defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I mean, like, who do they got at wide receiver? Who do they got at? You could argue you could argue that it was looking towards the bye, but I can see that too. I just, you know, I just think that you know, this it, is one of those trap games. But, uh, yeah, but it might be. It's uh, fun this to watch. One, this one's, this one's a, a hard one to call. I'm gonna... Would you hit the over on this bad boy? Yeah, 46 and a half. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I would too. I would too. For sure. For too. sure. You know, like, uh, I, I, I think Lamar's going to come out swinging. And in, in, in order for my theory to come true, it's got to be a high-scoring game. Yeah. It really does. Uh, the next one, too, is very interesting to me. Highest-scoring total for any game this week, I believe. Is no, ten- no, 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 San Fran Seahawks is... Yeah, barely, yeah. But barely. Yeah. So Tennessee's coming into Cincinnati, coming off of a heartbreaking loss to Pittsburgh. They are favored at 5.5, and, and the total is 53.5, only half a point less than that Seattle game we just mentioned. This game to me was the trap game. Uh, why do you say this? Because, like, I'm all this over Tennessee. You want to know why? Because well, Joe Burrow is not a bad quarterback. He's not. We talked about that. He throws the ball 40 times. Yeah. This is going to be a shootout. And I think that Cincinnati is trying to prove that Joel Burrow can hang with the best of them. And I'm not sold on Tennessee. You're, they're, you they're just, you're just the biggest Ryan Tannehill hater. I hate him because he's not a good quarterback. He's, he's, a, he's, good system, he's, he's a good systems quarterback. Oh, okay. He's a good system quarterback, okay? Anybody can fit into that offense, I feel like, and really win games like he is. He made a play where he threw a 7-10 to 10 yard slant. To yeah. A.J. Brown. And A.J. Brown took it 80 yards to the house. Uh, that's, that's not on Tannehill. That's on the fact that he's got an unreal receiver in A.J. Brown. He's got an unreal running back who, to me, is... He's got eight, eight nine-man boxes every single Yeah, round. like, so uh, to me, I feel like anybody could succeed in there. That's no discredit to Tannehill. He's an okay quarterback. I just don't think that they're, he's going to be able to go pound for pound with even Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow is going to make him really think twice because he's got a better arm he's gonna throw 40 times and i think cincinnati's gonna be able to put up points on that defense that is trash yeah i would agree with you I would that agree. defense is terrible okay first of all smash the over oh ah, yeah. smash like don't even don't even think about it smash the over oh yeah um but to your point derrick henry you don't think he's gonna run all over that cincinnati Bengals defense Run out the clock, 10 yards, another I do, 10 yards, but I, and I, another 10 yards, and another <laughs> 10 yards, and they're just going to run out the clock. Yeah, I just, I don't think that it's going to be as big of a blowout because Derrick Henry's shown it in games. His conditioning doesn't seem to be on point right now. I feel like Derrick Henry's going to get these 90-yard runs, and then they're going to bring in whatever the McGlinchey, whatever his name is. I can't even remember, dude, that comes in for this, oh, yeah. the back, the back, the second back there. Yeah. Uh, where And then they're going to be having to punt the ball or field goal. I don't think they're going to take off. And, and I don't, maybe Tannehill slices and dices. Maybe I got to eat my words come Sunday afternoon and Tannehill has seven touchdowns. He's just going Nick Foles. On, <laughs> but I just don't think he's going to, bro. I uh, think that. This is where we will di- completely yeah, disagree. For sure. I have, I am all over that Tennessee Titans over spread. Um, I'm going to play it in every lineup. I think like it's it's I'm all over it. You you think they're gonna just destroy? Yeah, I, by I, more than five and a half. Yeah, you're gonna te- you can tease it, tease it up. I, I I'm not gonna tease it. No, I, I, but I I because seven scares me. I like 
yeah, I, I would I would say five and a half uncomfortable with. Mm. And and don't get me wrong, I don't I don't think Cincinnati's gonna win this game. Tennessee is gonna be the winner. I, I would take the money line for Tennessee a hundred percent of the time. But you've seen Cincinnati come back or sorry, you've seen Cincinnati build a big lead against Indianapolis and then obviously lose. But I just feel like it could be that same script. The, Joe Burrow gets the for, first kickoff. He comes out swinging. You know what I mean? And then Tennessee gets down. I believe it's going to be a little bit closer than that. But it wouldn't shock me if it's no, gets no. I, I, but it's one of those things. Vegas lost a lot of money. Seventy percent of the money is coming into Tennessee. Uh, you might be right. Oh, you're making me think of you know all what I'm these saying? things. There's going to be a game here. I'm telling you right now. One of those three games where it's over 70% towards one side, it's going to be the other side. Whether it's Baltimore wins or and covers that three or to even five and a half. Yeah. Whether it's Green Bay or, sorry, Minnesota gets closer or whether it's Cincinnati. All right. I'm, I might have to tweet about this later. I'm going to do some research and tweet about the Cincinnati Bengals yeah. over, over uh, Tennessee because I'm going to have to do some research. That, that game was very interesting to me when I seen it right away. Um yeah, like I say, those were my most exciting games. So we got a few more left, uh, four games left on tap. We'll run yeah, through these, run these really quick. quick. Yeah. Uh, Saints at Bears, four and a half for the Saints, 43 and a half total. Um, I, I like the Saints in this game. Yeah. I think they come out and they smash. I think they win by seven points. Yeah, I think... With or without Michael Thomas. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, I would probably stay away from this game. Uh, mm-hmm. Drew Brees... Hasn't been all that great. Yeah. Um, Chicago, you you either get Nick Foles, Super Bowl court, Super Bowl winning Nick Foles, yeah. or Big Dick Nick, or you get um, second year in Philadelphia and <laughs> like it, and that wasn't a good Nick Foles. Oh, he's so horrible. He's so horrible. Yeah, I, and I don't even want to touch this total. Forty three and a half seems sketchy to me for yeah. some reason. I don't like it. Yeah, me. I don't either. like it. Um, Niners at Seahawks, two and a half points. We talked about that two and a half dog. Niners are coming into that two and a half dog on the road, fifty-four total. Personally, I think this is where that sixteen and three goes to sixteen and four for against the spread because I don't think Seattle or San Francisco comes close to touching Seattle in this game. Yeah, I think Seattle blows them out of the water. Ugly tease this game. Yeah, I tease it up tease to seven. The, yeah, I tease it up to seven. Easy. I have. Maybe this six, is, but yeah, for This sure. is six and a half. I think this is the game that Russell Wilson says, I am the MVP. Yeah, yeah, and says, you know what? Enough no voting me. This is my game. This is my game, yeah. Well, Tyler Lockett had a career day. 200 yards, 13 catches, I believe, 13, 15 catches, and three touchdowns. Yeah. He, he went off. And I think Seattle's just going to continue that dominance. Don't know really about the total. Once again, San Francisco's so up and down with their point totals for me. You know, I, I just don't know how to touch that, but I'm gonna smash the Seattle and that money line. One fifty, negative one fifty for Seattle. Oh my god, absolutely. All over Give that. I'm all over that. Um <laughs> next one is the Sunday nighter, which should have been flexed. I'm not, I'm not even <laughs> should have been flexed. <laughs> should have been flexed. The Pittsburgh Baltimore game should have been this game, and it's not. It's yeah. Dallas in Philadelphia, battle of the NFC least. Philly gets a huge line here. Nine points spread. Uh, 43 and a half total. I don't know. I don't know. I, I want to I want to say Dallas covers this. Andy Dalton should be back. Um, you know, if not, it's all on yeah, Ben DiNucci. He, he is... Um, he should be back. You know? Uh, it's looking like he's going to play. So, to me, I don't know how I want to approach this game. 
I'll probably stay away, but I'm a degenerate and I bet on every you single game do. and every single slate. Because it's so nice to have a 14 game split. <laughs> it's games. fun. It's it fun. is. It's fun to have parlays. And then, you know, if I lose money on Sunday, knock on wood, and then Sunday night I'm sitting there chilling, I just want to bet. Yeah. So I, I probably come closer to having some sort of uh, mindset on this game on Sunday. Right now, honestly, I would just maybe I would take the Dallas nine points, but other than that, I leave it alone. Yeah, I don't, I don't like this game at all. Um, like the Eagles' defense has been good. Their defensive line can run with mm-hmm. side to side with Ezekiel Elliott. Jalen Smith's been not playing very well, which surprised me because he's my favorite player on that yeah. defense. Um, yeah, I, I don't like this game at all. Um, mm. I I wouldn't I wouldn't even go with the Dallas because I, I don't think they just got blown up by Washington. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, going on to that Monday nighter, Tampa Bay and the Giants. This point, this point spread is <laughs> yeah, man. I hate when they're over nine. It just drives me crazy because it's like then you're thinking these teams got to get blown out on national television. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, this is, but it's gonna happen. It's good. Yeah, good. Tom Brady's gonna go crazy. There's a few nuggets I'm throwing your way, though, because I like, know how much you love them. Um, the toll's gone over in 15 of Tampa's last 20 games. So basically over. smash yeah. over in this game. Over's only at 46. 46 yeah. They're favored by 10.5, so that kind of can worries da- me. Can Daniel, Daniel Jones redeem? hang up 14? Well, can he redeem himself from tripping over that 20? You know what I mean? I think he could. He could. Tampa Bay is 1-6-1 and six and one against the spread in their last eight against the Giants. They're one and seven straight up in their last eight against the Giants. Yeah, that to me that doesn't matter. It's because because Tom, they're different teams. Yeah, Tom James Brady. Winston, but Tom Brady. It, it's something to look at. I uh, I do like the Giants to maybe cover this ten and a half just because it's Monday night. This game was on Sunday morning. I don't. I think Tampa blows them out of the water. I just think that might get down to maybe eight, seven points. It might be a little closer, just because they. I don't. I don't think Daniel Jones is a, a gamer. Teams don't like to get blown out. But Sterling Shepard Sterling Shep will be back. He's gonna have his boys back. He doesn't have Barkley, but he does have uh, no. I'm all his targets. I do. I do think Tampa Bay blows them out of the water, but I don't think it's gonna be by, by 10? ten. I think that, it'd be by seven. By seven? That that's no. I I, I don't see this game. Be, I think I see this game being a two score game. Nice. Okay. All right. Well, that's uh. I like ten scares me because that's a that's a touchdown and a and a, and field, a field goal. goal. Um, ten and a half scares me, but. Mm, I'd still pick the Tampa Bay spread. You still think it's by I'm, I'm minus ten? Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that finishes off the slate of games. Um, I can't wait. It's gonna be a wicked Sunday. Yeah. Uh, just wait for my tweets. It's gonna be uh, inter- This is gonna be interesting. <laughs> for sure. Oh my um, god. Before we go, let's do another DraftKings thing. We we're bang on last week with oh, DraftKings. So. Oh my god. You it know, and great. I'm so mad because I haven't been playing a lot. So I just threw a little weak line in the dra- in the Millie Maker. I'll only double my money. And it was devastating because I didn't even play my lock. Okay, so <laughs> you want to know something devastating. Is when you don't check in the morning what your lineups are. Yeah. And you, Aaron Jones gets hurt on Friday. And he doesn't play. And he doesn't play. And, and, you flex. You, and I have him in my flex. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I could have had... Devontae Adams. Yeah, terrible. And my line could have gone for like 250. Yeah, that's terrible. Well, that's when the redemption comes now. Yeah. The redemption comes now. Um, do you have an X Factor, a value, and a stud elite lock of the day? Okay, so for my value, because I think this is going to be such a high-scoring game, I'm going to go to 
AJ or to J, AJ Green, Joe Ooh. Burrow, um, because it is going to be such a high-scoring game, yeah. and I don't have faith in that Titans defense. Mm-hmm. Um, what's he sitting at? I think 46, 45. 45? Yeah. Um, how how can a player like AJ Green? Be at less than that, you know. What I mean, like the, a, a few weeks ago, it was at thirty nine hundred. Yeah, what? Wild to me. Wild, to, and in the last, I think, two weeks, fifteen targets. Yeah, hundred seventy six he, yards. He's been he's been killing it lately. Um, so that's my value pick. Uh, you got a value pick here? Um, my value pick, I I bounced back and forth. Uh, I was gonna pick one of our running backs in Baltimore, but I can't because Ingram is, is questionable to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that defense is too good. Uh, if John Brown plays, though, uh, this is my my pick. John Brown at 4,400. He's coming into this without any questionable tags. He's going to be healthy finally. Uh, we I talked about it earlier. I think Josh Allen's going to come out and show the world that he's going to put the nail in the coffin for the Patriots this it's, year. It's, it's, it's his it's division. Time. It's yeah. his division, and I think Smokey Brown being back, that's a huge part for Buffalo's offense. The only thing that scares me is who's going to be covering Brown? Gilmore. Mm, yeah, or he could be on digs. You know what I mean? So it's it's kind of mm, yeah, that's kind of up in the air. I just think Smokey's got – that's just who he always seems to connect with. And when he was in the roster that or when he was on the starting lineup, that was when Allen was doing so well. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, who's your elite stud? Elite stud? I'm staying in that Tennessee Titans game. Going Derek. And I'm going Derek Henry. Nice. Derek Henry – all right, I know that you said that. Oh, he gets he gets slow, he's been slow coming mm-hmm. out the gate, but as the game starts going, yeah, yeah, you can he just tires that defensive oh, line, yeah. and I don't think Cincinnati's got the depth to keep up with to them. keep up, especially losing Carlos. Exactly. Yeah, that's so huge. lock Derrick Henry up eight thousand bucks. I think he has another 200 yard game. Wow, I can see it. It's not a it's not a stretch of the imagination whatsoever. Um, you know, my study leap play. I don't want to play him, so I'm not going to play Adams. I think my study oh, leap play. Huge though. I know 8800 though. I mean, we were talking about it before the show that value. You'd have to. You really have to. He really has to go off. Yeah. Like I mean, and it's it happens almost all the time. My play is going to be DK Metcalf. I think he's a lock Good because pick. I love that pick. I think it's back and forth. You know, it's lock it one week, Metcalf the next week, lock it one week. You yeah. know, it's kind of like that. And I believe Lockett having that big week last week. I think Metcalf catching up to Buda Baker, possibly being one of the greatest plays I've ever seen in my life. I have, like, how does a two hundred fifty pound, six foot five man catch up to Buda Baker, who ran a four five? Yeah. Um, not, at the combine. Not to mention was probably 15 yards ahead of him at the point. And, yeah. And he still caught him. The funniest thing is listening to that video, you can hear his footsteps coming yeah. roaring up behind him. And Buda Baker's like, yo, how'd he catch me? <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Uh, I think that just, I think Metcalf is the play here. And like we yeah. were saying earlier, it's going to be a blowout of a game. Seattle's going to come out swinging. I think Metcalf's going to be the beneficiary of I that. I love that pick. Um, do you have a X-Factor play? Yeah, so X-Factor, somebody that's going to be low-owned, but somebody that could perform, um, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, I think he doesn't, the only thing that scares me is he doesn't get the carries that I want. I think he's averaging 12 to 15 carries a game. Mm-hmm. I want that workload to go up, 
but he's averaging five yards per carry on that. Hmm. Um, Interesting. I really, really like him. I really like the pick, and he's going to be low-owned. Yeah, oh, definitely going to be low-owned. My X Factor is going to be a Baltimore Raven player by the name of Marquise Brown. Good pick. I think Hollywood Brown is the pick this week because in order for Baltimore to win and in order for my theory to come true and all those points being scored, Hollywood's got to have a day. He has yet to have that day this year. He has yet to have that Mm -hmm. outstanding you know, connection with Lamar Jackson. And I think it's just a little bit, you know, maybe too much pressure on each other, too much pressure on one another and on themselves. This is a game I think Hollywood Brown's got to show out. Pittsburgh's not that good on the secondary. Yeah, they have a great defense, but their corners, you know, Mika Fitzpatrick, uh, I want people to realize that when Minka was in Miami, Lamar diced him. Lamar diced him when he was in Pittsburgh. So he's got Minka's number. Now, does that translate to maybe Minka being a little pissed off coming in this game, playing a little bit harder, and maybe picking him off? Maybe. I don't really think that's going to be an issue. That won't affect Marquise Brown because and, I'm not yeah. picking Lamar. I'm picking Hollywood. And, and uh, uh, to your point, I think uh, Minka's going to be really concerned about uh, another great tight end up there, out there in my, uh, Max. Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's going to be his primary concern. That's their focal point because that's who's in the red zone. That's who's scoring the points. Exactly. I think I, this is why I love that Marquise Brown pick yeah. because I could see him having a hundred yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, absolutely. Very easily, and and it wouldn't shock me one bit. Um, wait till you get number eighty-eight throwing up the X zone, Baltimore, in a few weeks here. That's good. You know, he's my, that's my boy. I can't wait. That's man. my boy. Wait. Trust me, that'll be one of the next jerseys I get if he starts running. Listen, if he, if, if he throws up an X and gets a touchdown, I'm going to get a Baltimore Ravens jersey. Oh, buddy, I can't wait. All right, well, this was a wicked week. This is good. This is, it feels like we're getting back into the flow of things. Getting you back know? into the groove, man. We're getting back in the groove. I like it. Um... Like I say always, follow us on Twitter. Hit us up on Twitter if you got any questions. Just, you know, interact. Interact if you want to. Uh, my name's Wes. This is Lester. Hope you guys win some big money this week. I'll be looking out for those screenshots.